consider this a warning not to date somebody who is from reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like maybe this is what happens when you receive nonstop praise for an idealized version of yourself completing physical challenges from 2003. Yeah. Celebrity men are up to no good. Guys, let's get real. Let's get real for a second. Are you ready to have your mind blown open and taken over by rainbows that the earth squirted inconceivably into some fat stones? Are you sick and tired of seeing the same double rainbow? Do you know in your heart that you need infinite rainbows? Me too. We're seeing them right now, and we have the answer for you to manifest the reality that you truly desire. Yeah. Wear these opals while you're manifesting and manifesturbating your dreams. They will take over your dreams, let me assure you. Yeah, we're, we're here today to tell you about our fairy opal grandparents. Yeah. Cosmic opals. Cosmic opals. We love them. They love us. Sponsors of the pod. Sponsors of the pod. And all they want for you is to experience rainbows. Yes. Yeah, and find incredibly unique jewelry. Yeah. And like they mine them themselves and we went mining with them and it changed our lives forever. When you're like sifting through the dust and the dirt and the rubble all day and then you find a shiny rainbow. These are more rare than diamonds, y'all. Yeah, you're, we became the opals. The yeah. opals became us. We were dreaming an opal. We're, we're obsessed. You realize everything is opal and I feel like you need that. I feel like you need 10% off. I think feel like you need 10% off on the whole site. So go to CosmicOpals.com, type in that code. Boy, you know it's online forever. And remember, everything is opal. So Opal and out. Get some opal today. <laughs> Are you sure you want to post that? It's going to be online forever. All right, court's in session. Order in the court. <laughs> Maybe so, wondering why we look so good. Do you guys even recognize us? <laughs> <laughs> We're here to set the record straight. Many records. Mm -hmm. All the records, yeah. So we're going to start out with a little framework that we want to introduce to you guys. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be new to a lot of you, but it's an important way we believe. Like It's an important contribution of the adult industry uh, as a way of looking at things as a perspective, because at the end of the day, we create our own moral compasses. And let's be real, uh, morality is extremely subjective. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're feeling feelings of deep disgust about stuff, I think if you're having really intense reactions to something, it's really good to look at where that's coming from. So let's explore. Yeah. Okay. So I saw our friend, our dear sexy friend, Kira Noir, post recently that she wanted to make uh, a podcast in part talking about uh, why we don't test for herpes in the adult industry. So this morning I asked her about that. I was like, Kira, like enlighten me, please. And she told us that basically in the 70s and 80s, nobody really gave a shit about herpes in the industry. And then this guy came along, invented a cream. And like in society. Yeah, yeah. It was like not a non-issue. It's like eczema it's or whatever. Not an no STI. one cared. Like, not an STI. It's not an STI. It's a it's a virus. Um, but yeah, so this guy came along. He invents a cream that makes the herpes sores go away more quickly. No one gives a shit about the cream. So the dude 
propagandizes his cream by paying out magazines and running uh, ad campaigns, basically saying that herpes is disgusting, that if you have it, everyone's going to know that you have it, and they're going to judge you, et cetera, et cetera. And it worked really, really well. So the reason that the adult industry doesn't test for herpes is because A, no one gives a fuck. B, a lot of, if not all of your favorite, best known, like biggest performers all have it. And it's also just the stigma that is attached to having herpes is so much more harmful than the actual virus itself that it's literally more negative for your life to find out that you have it without having an outbreak than it is to just not know that information. Um, Yeah, most doctors won't even test you for it because, like you said, the like experience of having it with the stigma is more dangerous for you than actually having it. So doctors will be like, "Mm, we really don't want to test for this. Mm -hmm. Like I've been tested for it multiple times and I had to like refuse to leave before getting the test type thing. I had to be like, I need this. Give it to me. Mm -hmm. And even then there was a lot of like resistance from the doctors to test me for it. Yeah. So we want to talk about it because it's, I don't know. There, there's very different um, perspectives on whether or not you should be disclosing this to people in the adult industry. I, in general, I will say I, I think you should disclose this to your sexual Absolutely. partners. I, I think especially if you're having regular sex with someone, I think that you I think it's polite to do so at a content trade. Um, but with in pro scenes, um, it's not a requirement at all. It's just I think it's assumed that you're not going to come to set if you have an outbreak. Um, people can see when you have an outbreak, so you're, you shouldn't be having sex with people. Then you're much more likely to transmit the virus. Um, but in general, it's just assumed that everyone's taking care of their own business and they're not going to have sex if they're having an outbreak. Um, but here's the problem. Now with like the Wild West of content creation and collaborating, um, not everyone has that awareness of how... HSV2 and herpes is like treated, not treated, What's like the protocol dealt with around it? In, yeah, yeah, in the industry. I had no idea. And I moved to LA and a good friend of mine told me like, oh, I don't think I'm going to shoot a scene with you because you're an OnlyFans girl and you haven't been exposed. Yeah. Not, you haven't done mainstream and you probably haven't been exposed. So I don't want to work with you and expose you. And she was like, mm. everyone in mainstream has it, whether they, like, have outbreaks or not, mm-hmm. pretty much. <clears throat> and I was, like, blown away. I really had no idea. And so <laughs> I, I got to thinking, you know, oh, well, I wonder how many people aren't telling me mm. that they have it. And, like, I don't know, I'm a small-town girl coming out to L.A. to, like— live this dream and yeah it was kind of immediately faced with this like reality of the mainstream industry and be just being like why has no one ever talked about this before because plenty of people who have only done mainstream in the past are working with people who have never done mainstream and I don't think those conversations are taking place Mm -hmm. and that's like those people's decisions I personally if I had it, I would disclose it to every person that I had sex with because <laughs> I was raised Catholic and I just simply wouldn't be able to sleep. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I ha- did you f- did you finish the part, the information from Kira? I think that we hit all the big points. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. If, if anything else comes up, I'll just say You've it. You've all been brainwashed about herpes. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> By capitalism. By capitalism. <laughs> just to sell some fucking cream. Yeah, bro, the cream. <laughs> it's like out of everything that you could have really, like, he spent money to get these ads in the magazines. Like, you could have just closed up shop and started a new business. Yeah, but... and now people are just, like, hating themselves, hating others. Oh, yeah. Because of this virus that literally all it does is cause stores sometimes. Yeah. It's literally and, chill. And it was, like, such the butt of every joke in, like, 2003 to 2010 yeah. movies. Like, that era. That's like the... Have you seen the Sarah Silverman stand-up set where she's like, you guys know the one in six people have herpes, right? And she's like... Everyone's like, yeah. She's like, okay, raise your hand if you have it. <laughs> and then no one raises their yeah. hand. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, most people... And there's also there's medication to treat it now. It's literally yeah a, n- a non-issue almost to contract. And they're it doing trials for like a cure. Oh wow, that's yeah. So cool. Okay. Anyway, so I, my friend tells me this. I'm like hubba hubba what? And I look at my partner at the time, who we will be discussing further, and I was like, oh, his last girlfriend was a pretty big mainstream girl. So I immediately brought it up to him then and was like hey have you been exposed like chances are you have do you know anything about it and he was just like nope 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 lying from like the very jump right fast forward about a year into dating after that and I find out through like just a a bad way like somebody was reaching out to him being angry because they found this reddit thing about him having it because that same ex-girlfriend commented on an Instagram post of his and it's drama. It's online forever. You post anything, it's online forever. That screenshot lives forever. Um okay, so I brought it up to him. Still he's lying and I was like I know that you're lying and you you can't lie anymore. Like you've lied to me for a full year about having this. And it's one thing to like not disclose it to a content trade with someone that you no, have but already... your motherfucking Fuck girlfriend? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And he knew where I came from, like small town, like <sighs> yeah. And I'm, I start dating him. I'm in my twenties. He's in his forties. I think that is an important detail here. Um, okay, so I tell him that I know that he's lying, and I say, if anyone knows me in real life, like you know, I'm gonna get shit taken care of and I'm going to make sure that like all the right things are being done especially if I'm involved because I just had this bad feeling like I'm going to be blamed for this somehow right so that, that womanly feeling that womanly feeling this is all going <laughs> to that the woman's intuition all the is. weight of this is going to go on to me <laughs> um which it did so <laughs> okay so I force us to go get tested immediately I force him to contact his previous partners especially I was never like I always told him about like sleeping with younger girls made me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. for so many reasons and he especially those girls who aren't in the industry at all like that just slept with him and he didn't tell them like I made sure he called those people and I spoke to everyone personally that we like shot a threesome with or whatever and most people were like oh like Okay, you know, Mm -hmm. and me finding this out, like I was just so hurt. I had just moved to L.A. really. And like (sighs) I some of my friends that I was working with a lot 
back in Maine on TikTok. And that's like how I first went viral was with this person. And this person, we'll, we'll call them Danielle Dolphin. She, she, <laughs> with the quickness. <laughs> she... Okay, I was already I saw some a lot of red flags in this person. I was distancing myself. I already moved across the fucking country. Um, I open up to Danielle Dolphin and our other friend and I'm like, I just found this out. I'm absolutely shattered that he lied to me about this. I feel so like unsafe. I feel all these things and I feel like all the pressure is on me to rectify this, which it was because he wasn't going to do shit. He was never going to even tell me even though that shit's on Reddit. Anyway, so, okay. So I tell them in confidence as a friend, like... My boyfriend has been lying to me for a year. Yeah, my boyfriend has been lying to me for a year and he doesn't care about my safety and doesn't care about all these things. And they're both like, oh my God, like, do you, you know, are you going to leave him? And I'm like, I'm going to try, like, yeah. And they're like, okay, like, we'll never slander you. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. And then I don't leave him right away. We had a trip planned, and I go and do that trip still. Anyone who's been in with someone who at the time maybe it feels like they have capital over you or, like, Whatever. They're manipulating you also into staying with them. That is was a big part of this. And um, so we're in Mexico and Danielle Dolphin sees this and Decides. runs right to TikTok. Yeah. Not under the guise of like keeping the community safe, but they weren't sharing it in a telegram group of sex workers. They went to TikTok. The video got millions of views. Yeah. It was all fans and people on TikTok who have all been propagandized so harshly about herpes too and they don't know any of the actual facts or everyone like, on the internet is, is everyone like everyone I mean is. we're even in the industry many people are still for sure herpes pilled yeah even just talking about this it's going to be like <laughs> oh people are going to freak the yeah. fuck out yeah absolutely but that's what i mean she knew that she Danielle knew that. Dolphin and so yeah. she said let's fucking run this shit i think Honestly, my two cents, because I saw the video, that's how I first found out about all of this, too. And we were just, we had just become friends at that Mm -hmm. point. But, I mean, she was very possessive over you as a friend. And she, like, decided it was just time to bring you both all the way the fuck down. Which is exactly what happened. Yes. And, like, I understand the frustration of that I was staying with him. Like, but I was, like planning on I I was doing my best truly in a really hard situation so okay Daniel Dolphin goes to tw- goes to TikTok makes this video and Daniel Dolphin knows more than anyone that I was not in the wrong in the situation and that I <laughs> was the victim like I came to them in confidence and was like my boyfriend's lying. I'm the one trying to clean this fucking mess up and make sure that he d- never does this shit ever again. And um, she essentially tells TikTok that I knew about it the whole time and that I was like 
protecting him. And that just really was not the case. So she uploads this TikTok. I'm actually... Wait, hold up. I'm sorry. Her implication was also that you... It, it made it sound to me when I first saw the video like you guys were like knowingly like spreading stuff around yeah. and like, like really like playing into the most like stereotypical like patient zero like (laughs) STI stories like they were like evil and maliciously trying to like give people her like it was just like whack as fuck and what else was I gonna say um she also it she didn't say this but it it just made it sound like you have had herpes yeah after you had been tested multiple times and told her very clearly that very clearly very very clearly so yeah the TikTok is out there I'm in Miami at the time um, filming a scene for Reality Kings. And <laughs> I bring it up on set, honestly, and everyone's like, Okay. What? I don't know. Everyone was like, girl, Literally stop. to make a TikTok, sh- TikTok shaming people about herpes when you work in the sex industry is so embarrassing for you. Like, yeah. truly, that's embarrassing. You made yourself look like a fucking clown, and it makes people not want to work with you when they see you acting like that, honestly, because it just feels so unsafe to work with someone who will publicly put you on blast for an STI. Like, that's... It's just not in the bro code for the right. for the whores out here. I'm no. sorry, but don't do that. Don't do that. Especially when you know that I was like a victim in this situation and was doing Especially my best. Especially that. And then you go and paint it as if I'm like Ghislaine Maxwell with fucking <laughs> Jeff Epstein. Literally. Like, fuck you, Danielle Dolphin. But okay, so Okay, so then what happens? The TikTok is posted. My world comes crashing the fuck down. It felt like the principal no, I was made so it so worried about you. It, I still am. <laughs> um no, but the it felt like the principal made an announcement uh, right before lunch of like Susie Steller is a shit her pants yeah, at recess. Ex- exactly. And then the bell <laughs> rang and everyone in the hallway is like, yeah. Like that's exactly how it felt. I got thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of comments calling me death threats. Death threats. It was so bad. And honestly, that still has never stopped. No, I mean, and and TikToks that you're in, like people still recognize like that you from that situation and still comment on it when it's not even like on your accounts. Like it's very haunting, honestly. It's very like. Mm-hmm. online forever so um <laughs> i mean okay so <laughs> okay so the, blaze, the blazer is blazing i know bro. i'm so the blazer's hot. blazing okay guys you just need to blaze a break i'm not gonna lie the looks have changed oh they're not lying either no they're not <laughs> they're sitting what's our, what's our law firm called Stellar and Summers. Yeah. Incorporated? I don't know. What Stellar is and Summers and... Firm. <laughs> Firm. Firmed. Firmed up. Firmed we bricked up. up. Okay. The titty sweat. People were commenting on it last time. Whatever. Also, I just want to interject and say we are going somewhere with this, guys. Like, I know you can see that the train's rolling, but so it's So many all... people are so fucking happy I'm finally talking about yeah. this. Yeah. I get comments, like, on the weekly of, like, so when are you going to say what actually happened with Danielle Dolphin? And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't even know who the fuck this person is, first of all, but we went viral together back in the day. Okay, so the comments are rolling in. I'm bedridden at this point. Like, I'm just like, my whole life is over. Like, my career is over. Like, can you imagine? It's like something, you know, you witness a terrible thing happen on the street you go and tell somebody what happened, and then they go to CNN and they're like, she's the one that did it. 
Literally. That's exactly like, what the fuck? So, and he's not getting any of these comments. Let's make that fucking clear right now. Why are people so quick to like cancel a woman for being with a bad man, but no one wants to cancel the bad man? So, um, he's like kind of floundering about all of this stuff. And I'm like, you need to like post something to like set the record straight. Oh my God. Yeah, let me pull it up. Oh, I forgot we were doing this till this moment. Mm. Um, he had it up for like six hours or something. Um, but we got the receipts, baby. Yeah, don't. he turned the comments off, but <laughs> whatever. No one has probably seen this because he only had it up for so little. But okay, so he does make it clear that I tested negative, but he does not make it clear that he has it and tested positive, which is an important detail, I think. Mm. Um I was going to leave him when this all happened, but so shortly after. Also, like, if she had made a video just, like, about him. If she had just talked to you also. If she she blocked my number, told me she'd never slander me, blocked my number, and then made this fucking TikTok. Okay. So, um, so wish her so all Susie the best. Is though. Very isolated. Extremely like, isolated. I know no one in LA. The only person I know is this man. Um, and okay, and then you guys are are bound together. Well, yeah, and it feel it's it felt even harder to leave him after she grouped us together like that. And mm-hmm. also, like we have never been open about dating online. We're not dating now. Make that very clear. <laughs> Thank God, um, we did it, guys. You did it, Joe. Um, <laughs> but okay, so. Yeah, it made it so much harder to leave him after she fucking, like, put me in his pile of shit and everyone was telling me that I was the one that shit it. Um, Okay, so this is a TikTok that he made and was left up for a very short amount of time. This is so long ago. I fucked up. A big rule in this industry is disclosing your health status. Even though the adult industry does not test for herpes, I failed to get tested separately and chose to live in ignorance, a failure, especially to the person I love most, my girlfriend. A few weeks ago, when she found out... I just want to say that that is the only time... He's ever... Ever said that I was his girlfriend on the internet. This is the only time that... (sighs) Okay... For six glorious hours, you were his girlfriend on the internet. A few weeks ago, when she found out that I had been exposed prior to us meeting, she demanded that we go get tested. And even though her test has come back negative, she has received so much hate online, and that is not fair. That is not right. That hate should be directed at me. I apologize for my actions, and I vow to do better in the future. He didn't. I implore (laughs) anyone and everyone to please go get tested and disclose your status to your... Okay. And then you guys got really bound up together after all of this after right after this like i i wanted to leave him i really did but i had i had nobody and like when you're in that place i'm also i was younger and like new to la whatever i wanted to leave him for many reasons other than that too like he had lied to me in ways that made me feel unsafe he had like we had an open relationship but he was just being like the skeeziest person ever and then would gaslight and manipulate me into staying every time but so I wanted to leave him 
And then I I found out I was pregnant. And that's the one and only time I've gone through that. If you haven't been through that, like it is so hard to describe how hard that is, like to experience that in your body. And when I, I called him to tell him that, do you know what he said? What? Darn. <gasps> Not the producer laughing. <laughs> he gave me a darn. I've never heard that man say darn ever. Darn. Darn. I darn love Tootin. I love the orange, by the way. Hey, I, thank you. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> darn. Darn. Here's a little tit of advice for the men out there or whoever. If your girlfriend gets pregnant, the first thing you say is, are you okay? Period. So simple. So simple. And then you say, I'm here for you no matter what you want to do. That is just what you say. There's a script. Um, I tell him that he should probably like fly home because I'm really, really sick. And he's out of town. Oh, yeah, of course. And... Uh, oh my god i was so loyal to this man for so long okay anyway um so he comes home i'm in really bad shape i feel like this is i'm just gonna kind of quickly we, we don't really need to get into yeah this. we 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 slayed dude yeah this one. is so good but this shit keeps coming up and this narrative from daniel dolphin has exceeded past it has its own like entity at this point yeah. well it was it was brought up again Recently, mm-hmm. yeah, let's to get you. Into it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yesterday morning, I spent hours being harassed and gaslit, and intimidated, threatened. threatened. Yeah, um, by the skin plumber, aka threat mechanic. <laughs> um, like the shit that he was saying. To me, and he was using this story, this narrative, because he has so many stands. He has like a whole bucket of Manson girls that are like obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. So we up we post a clip of just saying that we went to collab with this guy and left. Yeah, we and, said there were some red flags. The ones that we put in the clip were honestly not like the most serious parts of what we talked about in a whole in one of our episodes at all. Uh-huh. But yeah, we basically immediately get these girls who are obsessed with him, who have never met him in their goddamn lives, <laughs> commenting on this video saying that we're like insufferable reporting our our shit and stuff. So so that's that's alarming, guys. Yeah, it is alarming. And a lot of these girls message him and start telling him these um the the slander from Danielle Dolphin and the narrative that has taken its mm-hmm. own a life of its own basically, and so he's using this information to threaten me. Again, he's also somebody in the industry who works with a lot of people and a lot of mainstream people, and he's threatening me about being a victim from my ex who lied to me about having herpes. Like, I don't fucking get it, but it definitely made me feel like for a second I had all the feelings of like all the TikTok comments and everything coming back. And like when you Google my name, herpes is the first thing that comes up. So like, go ahead, boy. Thanks, Danielle. Thanks, Danielle Dolphin. But it's like, (laughs) go ahead. Like the damage has been done. I'm not fucking scared of people thinking I have herpes. Like, 
who the fuck cares? I mean, I know that I don't. And the reason why I say that and make that distinction is from the stigma. And I realize that. But like. So why why is he uh, why is he threatening you? Why is he threatening me? Why why is he threatening you? Does he happen to have a. I don't know. It seems like he has some plans to, to sue us. And um, he has a little uh, recording that he wants to use as oh, evidence. OK. So wait, we have to talk about the breakup. Okay, okay. Let's talk about the breakup. Guys, this is we're entering into part two. That was part one. Yeah, that was part so one. So I'll take a breath. We know you're all going to need a re-listen because the narrative is dense, okay? It's dense. <laughs> okay, so I finally break up with this man. Can I get a one Can more I time? A- <laughs> I know. We're Spence with the air horn. Um, took a long so time. Cool. Took a lot of bravery. Yeah. And Honestly, I feel like you protected a lot of women by being with him. So you really are Bro, <laughs> the fallen soldier in this situation. I really did. Everything I ever told him not to do, he goes and does after the breakup. I mean, he was also doing that while we were together, I'm sure. Like, I believed him when he said he was changing and doing the right things now. And, like, we honestly never really... F- we never really filmed a lot with each other anyway. Like... I don't know. But okay. So he flies to your hometown. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So let me just say how I met this person first. Okay. Cuz that's relevant here. I Fox. It was the pandemic and I love human experiments and my friend was like you should watch Survivor. Because it's like a human experiment. All reality TV shows are. Mm-hmm. It's like under the guise of entertainment, but it's human experience without the need to maintain moral or ethical code to conduct them. Um, so I start watching it. All you got to do is sign some paperwork, not have an OnlyFans. And right. then you get to be experimented on. And then you get to make an OnlyFans after and make bank. Um, okay, so I see him in the show. I have like this feeling... Of like, you know, when you're in a room and you see someone and you're like, I'm going to fuck this person mm-hmm. eventually at some point. We know that's, what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt when I saw him on Netflix. Right. So and then I Google him. It's like scandal. He does OnlyFans. So I was like, oh, my God, perfect. I've never made a video with a guy. So I message him. He responds immediately. Flies out to Maine two weeks later. These all should have been extreme wow. red flags for me. But it was. But when you don't know. I'm in Maine. Oh my god! And like dude. a famous guy is showing interest in me, and like he's flying out to mm-hmm. meet me. It's the extravagant fucking gestures. It's the money spending. Like yes. they will get. They know. Yes. They know how to get you on their side and like make you fall in love with them, especially when you're young. Yeah, he flies to bumfuck middle of nowhere to my hometown. <laughs> And works with this young girl who's never worked with a man before. He doesn't disclose his status to her. He gives her like a nar. He it's a really bad time. And hearing this story from this girl made me realize, okay, this instinct, this gut feeling about him that has been building all year for me that he's a predator became, you know, very clear. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. So I'm helping this girl because he blocked her. And she's, yeah, reaching out to you, being like, what should I do? What should I do? And then she mentions. Yeah. I was talking to her on the phone and the skin plumber is brought up 
and she said that she was going to save her anal virginity for him. And I just had a visceral reaction and was like, no, babe, no, 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 no. And um, I was like, I can't speak on working with him because we left. But like, I can tell you what other people have told me that also are like scary things. Mm -hmm. And so I shared that with her. Um, Come to find out. She's, She's a Manson girl. A Manson girl. And she recorded me. Recorded my phone conversation with her illegally. Um, it's illegal in the state she's in and it's illegal in the state in California. So have fun with that. But um, she recorded me saying this, sends it to the skin plumber. And then he com- becomes the threat mechanic. Then he becomes the threat mechanic. <laughs> Because he okay okay so let let's talk about the law for a second guys let's talk about the law let's we gotta <laughs> talk about the fucking law do you guys know how you know that someone's not about to sue you when they text you and tell you that they're gonna sue you when they text you and tell you that they are they have a slander when they're threatening you <laughs> when they're threatening you via text for hours for hours like I know you haven't talked to a lawyer because they would tell you not to do that oh but he did tag his lawyer on Twitter. he did tag his lawyer. <laughs> And the lawyer is a Manson girl. Literally. Like, he has stands in every corner. Like, I'm not convinced that the producer is not a stand right now. Like, I feel like maybe this episode's getting live streamed. We're good. We're, we're good. Okay. We're, we got confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say that, like, most people have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Like, this is a niche No, but people world. love drama that they don't know shit about. That's so true. They love... I, I listen to this podcast that's all about gossip about people you don't know about, and I love it so much. Oh, okay, cool. So here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Here's the I think we're being guys. comprehensive enough for people that have no idea what we're talking about to still find it We're trying really hard. I mean, I feel us trying. I feel us trying, dude. I'm spitting my goddamn <laughs> ass off. Um, okay. So... Um, so he do is you, threatening us. Uh, he's threatening us, and I, I and I also want to say that there's and there's, he's only threatening me. He's only texting me. Yeah, he's basically like isolating Susie so that she. People love to do that to me. It, yeah, because there's you. you it, I mean, it's just a great way to make someone question their own fucking thoughts. Yes, is to get them alone. You know. Yeah, and and abusers know that. But anyway. If he actually had a slander case, there's like three points that he would need to prove. So one is that, well, he has to be a public figure, which I guess he is. I would call him maybe more of a public disgrace, but neither here nor there, just my personal opinion. But sure, well, let's say he qualifies, okay? He has to prove that what we were saying was false. And that we knew it was false. And that we knew it was false or we were being grossly negligent about that. And... That that has somehow impacted, like the specific statement that was made has impacted his him in a negative way. It's injured him in some capacity. So no single one of those criteria is being met because, A, what you said was under the... I told one person in confidence who I thought I was trying to help. One girl in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> And he's basically texting you saying, I'm going to sue you because of this recording that this girl in the middle of bumfuck nowhere sent me about you saying something mean about me. Like, the only way that you ever would have had a glimmer of believing that is if he was, like, breaking you down, threatening you alone in your fucking text. Like, the second I read his text with you, I was like, this man is fucking full of shit. 
Yeah. He just wants to be intimidating and make us shut the fuck up, which yeah. is hilarious because we're the last two girls on earth who are going to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And texting me to tell me to shut the fuck up is going to make us right. come here in lawyer garb and, <laughs> and tell our Instagram followers that we're getting sued and we're going to court today. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell, tell all of our internet homies. Bro, I, th- I think the name of our podcast is genuinely so incendiary in and of itself. I feel like these men like wow. see us talking about them and they're like, oh, it is online forever. It's like uh, like a legitimate route of, of talking mad shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Consider this a warning not to date somebody who is from reality TV. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe like maybe this is what happens when you receive nonstop praise for an idealized version of yourself completing physical challenges from 2003. Yeah. Celebrity men are up to no good, especially when they're like. Okay, I always said before I moved to LA, this is so cringe to me now, but I'd be like, I'd fuck any celebrity. Like, that was just kind of how I felt about it. I was like, I didn't know any celebrities. I'd never met one. But now you realize how fucking easy they are, and it's not as attractive? I can't stand them. I Yeah, and, and there's just, there's a massive power imbalance is what I'm trying to say, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's how I felt, I know that that's how, like, I mean, I know that's how a lot of people feel about people in our industry. I know that that's how, like, the most of America feels about celebrities in general, is that they're... I don't know. These fucking gods. Anyway. Okay, so I don't know if y'all been feeling this, but just cosmic tensions are high. Period. We're we're really plugged in. Yeah. The eclipse this past weekend was insane. Yeah, we might be dating this podcast if this is coming out right after the eclipse and we both had kind of divergent weeks, honestly, but respectively we were both going through a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a med free for the first time, guys. Um, not feeling my best, <laughs> but I got off my antidepressants for the first time in five years. Honestly, the withdrawals were really hitting. Like <laughs> they were really That's not how you say it. Withdrawals. <laughs> Wait, how do, withdrawals? <laughs> Pull up those drawers. <laughs> Wait, how do you say lawyer? Lawyer. <laughs> okay, and that's what I am. Anyway, yeah, um, getting off your meds is a wild-ass trip. I'm honestly kind of lying right now because I'm not completely off of them. But, yeah, the withdrawals were really hitting with, like, my period and with um, just getting off my meds for the first time in five years. It kind of hit a little bit late. Um, But it's honestly good. Like, I'm kind of happy that we're back in the stew, like, right before my period and I'm just, like, fully tapped into my emotions. Oh, yeah, also, guys, I took a break from weed for, like, the first time in years and years. So yeah, I'm while I'm, also going off your antidepressants. This is what the eclipse did to me. The eclipse was like <laughs> purge. Cold bro. turkey bitch. Cold turkey this shit. Honestly, you and I are both so sober, I think, in comparison of like earlier this year. Yeah, we're we're both in like our earth we're back in our earth mother like yes. Yes. divinely protected rotation, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it, it took a while to get back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. The tits did it for me, and um, I feel like, what what energized you after the fucking depression, post-assault depression? The post-assault depression, um, I really was, like, doing, I was partying and, like, escaping, and my ex was a really bad influence on all that stuff, so. Oh, my God, we didn't even. I think that that's a big reason, (laughs) like... I'm not around him but anymore. You had a, okay, so. but so I, I remember you having 
a moment where you were like, I'm done with the partying. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Because it just started making me feel bad. Period. Oh, my God. We should talk about the guy we hooked up with in the van. <gasps> oh, my God. We should. What a freaking cutie weirdy pie. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. So we go to our friend's wedding. Um, Lit ass wedding. Yeah. We had a great time. And, you know, we're it's the, the jacuzzi part of the night. It's like we're shutting it down. We're yeah. at the jacuzzi for like an hour. We've been horny the whole, whole time. time. And we've been sniffing every sniffing goddamn sniffing corner them. of the wedding. All out. There was no one at the wedding. It wasn't for us. There wasn't. I mean, besides Tana. Mm. Oh, my God. Shout out Tana Monjo. I feel so dumb because we were talking to her. And then we're all like, are we about to fuck? Yeah. And then we kind of got like interrupted after this like sexual tension stops building and starts building and me and Susie are walking back inside and you like mentioned that she's bi and I was like, she she's bi? She yeah. meant every word of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Tana Mojo, um, her BFF page, and Sydney and I are all having a conversation about us all having sex. It was so hot. That was she's the one sexy. and only conversation we've had with them. It was so sexy. Yeah. Then we get interrupted and then uh, we never got to finish the conversation. But this is our public invitation. That we would like to circle back and have that foursome. I'm or just hang out. I'm sweating into these glasses. Anyway, she's beautiful and hilarious. And I like how she's like. For she, real. She's. Mascot. Yeah. She's someone who also like leaned into stuff with her podcast by calling it canceled. And like, I just, I appreciate Genius that. Um, okay. So. So we're horny. We're at the hot tub. We're horny. I'm wearing a string bikini. It is. I feel absurd. But I'm I'm honestly begging for it. Yeah, I'm just begging for a dick. And no one is really picking up the phone. I mean, that couple was pretty horny for oh, us. Yeah, they were horny, but like I need a deeper relationship with them than like a fuck at the yeah, 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 situation. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Okay, so there's like this big, huge tree of a man with mm-hmm. long hair that's like in the jacuzzi with us. Doesn't even is not even like looking at us at all. We get kicked out because it closed. <laughs> <laughs> By the nerdiest boy ever. It was so funny. Um, I know. The, this man, the autism was high. He was, like, really, like, yelling at us to, like, get out of the pool. We were like, should we smash this dude? <laughs> should we smash this beautiful autistic pool guard? And then we're like, no, let's go for the tree. Yeah, let's go so for the, the tree. So the tree is leaving. The tree is leaving, and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> so we approach this guy. I'm pretty sure I'm just like... Hey. Hey. You know. He's was, confused. He's very confused. And he's like, I live in my van. And we're like, let's van. see that van. <laughs> Did you say van? <laughs> Have we got some girls for you. It's us. <laughs> <laughs> so we're standing around his van. We're just in the robes. <laughs> he's in his 40s. His fucking, he's there with his like high school pals or something. Who are all married with kids. Yeah. One of them comes out of his hotel room and he's like, hey, What's happening here? Why are you with two seemingly gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous women? And the the van guy turns to his friend and he's basically like, because the friend's kind of lingering. And the van guy turns to him and is just like, don't you have some kids to go check on? (laughs) We got some kids to swallow. Anyway, so we get. (laughs) Okay, we get in the van. We're like hardcore chilling for a while. Chill. Yeah, right. so we're we're drinking a little bit of mezcal. Yeah, he gave us mezcal, which I I just I should have known that that wasn't gonna sit well with me. Um, we did a little bit of psychedelics too, <laughs> and it's hitting me sideways. Damn, sideways. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I'm like lying down, deep breathing, and he's like, "Um, 
Stella, are you all right over there? And I go outside of the van. Sneakily. I didn't even really notice, honestly. I'm like the best vomiteur. Yeah. Honestly. But okay, so I'm, it's, it's happening. It's happening to me pretty intensely. <laughs> I didn't tell you this. Okay, I'm not going to. I'll tell you after, actually. That's gross. <laughs> okay. I'm vomiting. He comes outside. He's like, oh, my God. Like, gives me water. And then we get inside the van, and I'm kind of like, all right. Like, got to, yeah. You know? Run it up. Yeah, okay. But I feel like you really played it cool post-vomit. Like, he's like, okay, no, <laughs> these girls are cool. These girls are cool, daddy-o. And then. I started out by, I was like, so do you feel like showing us what your dick looks like yeah we were like so are you uncircumcised yeah i think that's how we yeah (laughs) that's such a good intro (laughs) um and like we're not saying that that's how you should speak to boys (laughs) it was just it was very right in the moment and he he was like um he's pretty shy Mm. and we were like Okay, like that's fine. Then um, we start making out. Then we all start making out, <laughs> and um, and then so he's in between us. Best moment. The, the best moment. <laughs> this man had the best ass. Okay, continue. Yeah. So he's like, oh my god, the ass is so important. So he's in between us on his little van bed. We're like on either side of him. We can like see each other. His butt is in between us. He's finger blasting us both from yeah, the back. From the back. Doing a great job. Doing an excellent job. I mean, he has to. We're, I'm sucking his toes. They're salty. We're squeezing his <laughs> I ass. I missed that, dude. I didn't know you were sucking his I was toe. sucking them toes, bro. I don't think he gave a fuck. <laughs> Let me just say finger blasting is like the best form of safe sex of all time, I think. Unless yeah. you have any cuts or, like, it's just... Keep the nails trim. Yeah, it's so safe and so cool. <laughs> um, so he's, We're squirting. Yeah. <laughs> in his van. We squirted in his van. We're both, like, we both have a cheek up to a cheek. <laughs> like, his ass is here. We're looking at each other like this. Like, my cheek is against the, his cheek and your cheek is against his other cheek. We're, like, metaphorically figuratively high-fiving obviously (laughs) and his dick is just not present at all no in more ways than one and that is it was wonderful by us yeah (laughs) i i i love a yeah i love an absent dick i love an absent dick it's like a ghost dick it like literally wasn't there and not just because he didn't take it out and so then he's basically we, we get done with our thunder squirting he's like Wow, that was great. That was my first three-way. And, and we were, we're like, like oh. <laughs> And then that's when we tell him, like, who we are. That's when we show him Pornhub. Because <laughs> you were like... I was trending on Pornhub at this time. Like, and he all over like, the front page. What? I take a video of you saying that. You're, like, straddling him. You're like, I'm on the front page of Pornhub. <laughs> and he's like, what's your name? And you're like, Sydney Summers. <laughs> And then you tweet it and then people come for you. I know people thought that we were faking that video just so you guys know that video is fucking real And if the tree is listening to this, we love you. We love you. Yeah, he's a fucking nomad. Okay, like Tagged his car. It's like half the people were like this is fake and then the other half were people were like you didn't get his consent It's like (laughs) way to assume everything bro. Just let us get finger blasted in the back of a fucking band. Yeah, take our dumb little video Anyway, great. We needed times. that. We needed that for sure. Needed a little deflation of the horny balloon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was at the Madonna Inn. <laughs> Should I not have said that? No, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love our little like sexcapades. Like, yeah, that. you gotta. I. It was fun. You know. Yeah. We just needed a little, a little romp. A little romp, Bianca. Damn. Let's fucking. 
wrap up bro what the yeah, fuck just happened i know shit is crazy and like i mean, i need a moment for us to just revel in this not being released yet us just having said it all i know honestly it's been years i really thought i wasn't gonna have to like hash all this stuff out but then the threat mechanic like really really brought it all back together for he us. ground up all the gears so and we're getting it, unlike f- last time you're getting ahead of things you yes know? That's, exactly. I feel like the biggest regret I would have in your shoes, I imagine, is just letting all the shit with goddamn Danielle, Danny Dolphin, just roll over you like a fucking wave, <laughs> wave of terror. Seriously, dude. But you, we didn't know anything then, you know? We you really didn't. You don't know how to deal with stuff. Like, being canceled is fucking horrifying. Yeah, especially for something that is actual slander. Yeah, literally. Because she, bro, because she knew it wasn't true and she spread it. What was the word that you said? Like, um, it definitely calls you personal injury. Well, yeah. And financial injury. Yeah. Um, no, being like ridiculously un negligent, negligent Mm -hmm. about spreading the information. Like going to like, she hit all the slander. And you guys remember when I said, if you threaten someone to sue them, you're not actually suing them. That's. That was my role in the situation <laughs> was just finally texting this fucking bitch being like, yeah, expect a cease and desist. Like, you, it's because she was bringing it all up again. She was. Yeah, because we started the pod. And a cease and desist, for the record, did I have one in place? No. Would it have been incredibly easy to send one? Yes. Because what she was doing was illegal. Yeah. Anyway. All the records have been set fucking straight. <sighs> Straighter than any of your parents are. May the record show... <laughs> that your parents are straight (laughs) (laughs) what dude i don't know this is what happens i'm off the meds i'm off the weed i'm so sweaty i'm fucking ready to go get a caesar Um, salad with you yeah let's go get it and look like little liar princesses i know i love being perceived like this hope you guys have perceived us i know that you have yeah we love you guys and just know that like we are going to continue being fearless and funny as fuck Over and out. Court adjourned.